Thank you for listening to the Wilderness Tamer podcast. I am your host, Connor Purvis. This first episode is going to be relatively short. I'm just trying to get some content out there and give you all my overall vision and what's up next for my second episode, which will be coming relatively quick after this one. I already got it lined up. We're recording tomorrow. And it's with two squared away outdoorsmen. There are some good yoke hunters. Coyote, I mean, for those of you who don't know. But anyways, back to it. For this podcast, I want to go with the seasons meeting. I'm doing it like this coyote podcast. I'm right before deer season and falls right around the corner. I've been putting my feeders out, getting stands ready. And I'm pretty excited about this journey that I'm going on. But I want to make it where I can include everybody. I want to bring the person that's not really used to the outdoors, kind of thought about it, you know, walked outside through their park. And not everybody can go put on a backpack and go on a mountain or paddle up a river or anything like that. You got to tame your own wilderness. And if that's going out into the park and just walking around having a picnic, just being outside, getting the natural vitamin D from the sun then this podcast has done what I've wanted it to do. I know I do a lot of kayaking, hiking, camping. Like I just went on a three-day hike, camping trip with my brother who just got back from Afghanistan. He was in the Army, combat veteran. So he made it back, thank God. And uh, we took a great trip up around Dalton at Grassy Mountain. It's a pretty area. It was a wicked trip. We had to help an injured lady who snapped her ankle on the mountain. Had to help her back to the parking lot up a hill. You're pretty much grabbing the bottom of trees to pull yourself up. And man, like the copperheads were something ridiculous. I mean, we saw eight to ten at least every day we were there. It got to the point where we were kind of just sitting around camp in the fire. Not really moving a whole lot. Keeping all your shit tied up around a tree with a 550 cord so we don't crawl into it. I got a couple of those pictures of our setups of how we were sleeping. We were all in hammocks. I don't think it would have been too good of an idea to be in a tent. There were centipedes everywhere as well. Big ones. I mean, they were the size of your finger. But uh, with this episode two coming up, like I said earlier, it's going to be with two squared away outdoorsmen named Jacob and Joseph with J&J Outdoors. They've been smacking coyotes for about, I'd say, 10 years now. And they were the ones that got me a little more serious into it with night vision and tripods and all that stuff. I can even, whatever my scope sees, our phone sees and it records. I can post it right to social media, which I will be on my YouTube channel, which is all caps, Wilderness Tamer. There will be uh, good videos on there of hunting shots, but also good interesting videos of camping and bushcraft too. It's not, this ain't just going to be a hunting blood pod bloodthirsty podcast i don't want i want to change the lens on that especially with this year 2020 on how it's opened so many people's eyes to the fact that our whole system is hanging by a digital thread meaning that if the right dominoes fall on us shit can go back to the stone age pretty quick like and through hunting and be just being able to support and provide for your family. I mean, if that's teaching how to set a snare on a fence row in your backyard to get squirrels to mix with rice to make your family survive in a situation where you can't go to the store. 
with people rioting like in Portland. I mean, we are literally a spark away from a civil war to something of that nature to where with these... Now, I'm all for Second Amendment rights. I will fight to my death to protect them. But I do not think it is smart, and it's already shown, there's plenty of evidence, that open carry protests is not a good thing. Damn sure don't have a mag in it, and if you do, you should be fined or told to leave because that is just asking for it. I mean, hell, here in Georgia at Stone Mountain, one of those guys up there had a accidental discharge and shot one of their own. Someone that don't know what they're doing that just has a gun to say, hey, I'm here, it's a body. Everybody has a point in this world and everybody deserves a spot in this world. Everybody who just wants a full belly, a roof over their head, and peace and happiness. And that's all I ever wanted to. And I've kind of come full circle as a person myself. I've been in the woods for close to a decade. I mean, I've grown up fishing and hunting and stuff. My, well, I didn't start hunting until I was about 11. But fishing, my dad would get me in the boat and we would strike out all day with a bag of hot fries and his igloo water jug. That's all we'd take. And man, we'd fill the boat with brim, warm mouth, catfish, what have you. And there's so many things I wish we could have documented, but back then it was before cell phones or anything like that. And um, there's many things that I want to convey and just make tell people that hunters aren't bloodthirsty. They're just out there for the horns. I mean, the horns are, you can't eat them. So to me, I don't give a shit. I'm a meat hunter, personally. If there's a rack on top, that's cool. That's that's neat. And that was a that was a big wise warrior, and he finally met his match. But tiptoeing that razor blade, that symphony orchestra that we call fair chase hunting for guys that do it. There's a lot of things that have to line up for a hunter to get his quarry. So I'm gonna try and keep this podcast around ten minutes for this, or I say podcast, this podcast episode around the 10 minute mark just for the first one the uh, second one's probably going to be around two two and a half but these guys go follow my friends at J&J Outdoors they have Instagram they're going to be posting their footage on YouTube, my YouTube pages of kill shots they have these guys they hunt with thermals they have suppressed rifles from 300 blackout to 6.5 and they are well knowledgeable they hunt tournaments as well I was just talking to them today on the phone, and the stories they were telling me, they were plumb hilarious. It's kind of how the simulation of Mother Nature will deal with you a card to where you won't even suspect it, to where it's just, you don't even know how the animal just popped up there. I've had it happen to me during whitetail season, because I'm a big game hunter. I like my hogs and deer, just because the yield's there. And for coyote hunting, it's not just to kill them. They actually can, they harm the fawn herd. That's the only reason I hunt them is because I want to keep my deer population up. If I don't keep the coyotes in check, there's really nothing down here in our southern region that will besides like a bear or panther. And they're not really going to mess with a coyote unless it's just dire. You know, they're really fucking up with their the bear's cubs or the panther's just pissed. I mean, a cat's a cat. That's a whole different creature in my opinion. One I deeply respect. I've seen them and I've been stalked by one. And that's going to be a story 
on my podcast I'll talk about eventually. And there's plenty of them. There's, I know there's a lot of interesting people I want to have on. And as my, the deer season gets more in full swing, I'm going to have more interesting people on. Like I'm, going to, I'm lining up an archery episode for a guy who's probably one of the best archery shooters in this South Georgia region. I mean, he got me, he got me started in it and guided me through it as I shot through 4-H and stuff like that. So just, I'm trying to give y'all as much content as possible as I can to peak a wide range of people. And I really appreciate everybody just tuning in and listening and giving me a chance. I'm starting out on my phone and my tablet. And as this progresses, I'm going to get a picture uh, or like get a camera. I don't know why I said picture. I'm going to sound like a babbling idiot sometimes. This is like brand new to me. I'm not really into public speaking, but I'm getting into it. 2020 is a year of change. I encourage everybody to try something new and different. It's the only way you're going to progress as a human being. So... In closing, thank you for listening to the Wilderness Tamer podcast. Very much appreciated. Please go give me a subscribe at YouTube. At all, it's all caps, Wilderness Tamer. And on my Instagram is Wilderness underscore Tamer. So thanks again. Stay tuned. New episode two is coming soon.